Hey, this is the Chaffin Church Podcast. Thanks so much for joining us today. Uh, we are here at the Holden Tree Lighting. And it's quite, it's such a fantastic event. Santa just came a few minutes ago. The Girl Scouts are, uh, the, the Girl Scouts are singing carols. There's some coffee being served. There's, uh, there's things you can buy, crafts and stuff from Bria Coffee and from Sweets and Java. Hundreds and hundreds of people are here. Hundreds and hundreds of people are driving by. The town is really um, just getting in the Christmas spirit. And so today, Ryan and I are going to talk about what that means a little bit, uh, what it means to be jolly or not. Of course, uh, as you know, I am much more festive than Ryan. Honestly, I, have, I think he has an issue. Not sure what that is. But since he's not here right now, unless he's in the other side of this camera, he'll never know what I'm saying. Anyways, he is here. <laughs> and uh, and uh, he's part of this podcast. It's going to be a great, great podcast focusing on what is the Advent season and how should we kind of walk through it as Christians. So, the Chaffin Church Podcast. Check out some of these sights and sounds and interviews, and Ryan and I will be right back. Hey, what's going on? This is the Chaffin Church Podcast. My name is Marty Holman. I'm here with Pastor Shiloh Bradshaw. Hey. Who Good is... Um, all the way from right here. Like, you live right there. Yeah, there's quite a quite a commute to get over here. We're at the Holden Town... Uh, what is this called? The Holden, Christmas Tree Lighting. Holden Town Christmas Tree Lighting. This tree right here is going to be lit up, and it's going to be fantastic. And so, thanks for having a few words with me. Yeah. What, uh, what does Christmas mean to you? What does Christmas mean to me? Well, thank you for asking. Uh, Christmas. Well, I mean, Christmas is uh, ultimately it's when we celebrate the birth of, of Christ, Jesus, our uh, Savior, our Lord. Um, just uh, for me, it's really about the, the mystery of God becoming human. Um, and so just celebrating the wonderful gift of God's grace in Jesus. That's awesome. That's awesome. And what about, what about events like this, right? This is a town... Yeah. Like, what do these things mean to you? Like, what do you do? You like them? Do you oh, not like yeah, them? Yeah, no, I love this stuff, man. I, I love it, it. Is it a pagan uh, apostasy? <laughs> like, what is going I, on here? I don't think so at all. I mean, oh, hold on, I gotta switch arms here. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, no, man, I I think it's great. I love seeing uh, the community get together. I love the festivity. I love the, uh, and I don't think it's. I don't think it's uh, anti anything or pagan anything. I mean, I you know I understand the historical roots of where like you know some of it comes from, but I don't really see it like that. This is celebrating any of that. So um, I just think it's a great time for the community to get together, celebrate um, a wonderful season, and uh, and for those who for those who know Jesus, for us there's a deeper meaning underlying all of it. So and. Uh, for those that aren't there, this is uh, it just creates a great opportunity to uh, for kindness in the family and uh, 
um, be together out in the community. So. And what's your favorite? What's your favorite part of this event? I don't know. Honestly, this is my first time. Is I, it? Yeah, I have I not. I thought you were here last time. Man. No, I have not been able. I've lived here for four years, and I have not been able to come. So this is my first time actually being able to, to be here. So I don't know because I, I don't know what's, uh, it hasn't even started yet. So I don't even know what to tell you. Okay. Well, that's what's going on right now. Thank <laughs> you. This is your second time on the Chaffin Church podcast? Yeah, second time on the Chaffin Church podcast, <laughs> yes. The Chaffin Congregational Church podcast. Wow. I'm just wow. kidding. Sorry. You can, you can, you can cut, it, cut that one out. <laughs> All right. Thanks, brother. <laughs> I'll talk to you soon. Yeah. What, do you, what do you like about Christmas, Xander? Uh, I like Santa Claus coming to town. And I like Daddy. Oh, like Daddy? Okay, but what about Jesus? You like him? Yeah. And are you on the naughty or the nice list? Nice list. All right. Hello and welcome to the. You almost said good morning, didn't you? Chaffin Church <laughs> podcast. Clearly, this is a pastor here. He almost said good morning. Good morning and welcome <laughs> to Chaffin Church podcast. Does he care you're listening to this at night in your car? He does not. Good morning, anyway. You have just seen uh, Ryan and I's time at the Holden Christmas tree lighting or holiday tree lighting, however they refer to it now. And we got to hang out there. I had a great time. Uh, you had a party that you had to go to shortly I after. I did. And it was a good one. Did you dance at the party? There was no dancing at this particular party, but Super it sad. was a good party nonetheless. All right. Well, we have a lot of fun things to talk about today. Uh, but before we get into the fun things, let's get down to business. Let's get down, let's get down to business. And, uh, hey, if you haven't subscribed to the Chaffin Church podcast, please do so on um, Anchor or Apple or uh, Apple Podcasts or Spotify. You can also uh, subscribe on the YouTube channel, which is a great way to subscribe and check it out. Uh, and please share our work because it is good. By the way, I, he I heard... Uh, a guy from the Worcester Telegram and Gazette and I talked this week, and he told me that he is, they're doing a then and now special for the, this is the first time I'm telling you this, uh, special for the Chaffin Church, and showing an old picture uh, in the 1940s and showing a more recent picture. Oh, and, I've seen that column before. Yeah. yeah. And so he told me that he would check out, and, and then later on he told me he did check out, and he really liked the information that we gave on the uh, history, episodes 8 through 12, hmm. uh, on the history of Chaffin Church. So if you haven't seen those, go back, check those out. But Worcester Telegram is doing a special also on Chaffin Church. Very nice. So we... Uh, we hope you enjoyed the footage that you got of the tree. What is the one thing that, what is something that you think about when you think about your time, your limited time there at the Holden uh, annual Christmas tree lighting? I think, honestly, just, just the vibe there was like, it just felt like everyone was excited to be there. Like it, yeah. was, it was sort of like, oh my goodness, it's winter and I get to be in this crowd 
you know, because that, that's just, it hasn't really been a thing lately, you know, so. Um, right. So it, it, it almost seemed like people were happy, but, but in like a very like, I'm sort of shocked I get to do this kind of way. Yeah. You know, so. And last year it got canceled. Two right. years ago was, was the first time that I had participated. And I, some of the things I'm going to say, I have to remember that I haven't said it before. I haven't said it before to you. Uh, um, and I didn't know that this existed. Apparently, this has gone on for several years. And my daughter is in the Girl Scouts, Scarlett, and she happened to be invited to sing with the Girl Scouts carols. So I was, uh, was like, oh, this sounds like a fun event. So we went two years ago. Great event. Outstanding. Probably the second best Christmas gathering in Holden. Hmm. Uh, right outside of the Jingle Jam. Right outside of the Happening Jingle on December 19th. I, I, you know, you left me wondering what the number one one was, and then, and then you said that. <laughs> and then you said that. I'm surprised you didn't know, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, we've, you and I, we think about Christmas differently, or we celebrate differently. You know, I love eggnog, and you love December twenty-sixth. <laughs> can I can I tell can I tell everyone about the uh, the meme I sent you? Yes, please do. So I sent I actually I've sent Marty this meme before. I'm not sure if you remember this, but I've I've sent you this meme many okay. many years. Yes. Um, because every time <laughs> I see it, it just it cracks me up because it is me and you. Like yes. it, it it so just vividly illustrates uh, the way Marty and I are. So. Uh, there is this meme. If you've ever seen Lord of the Rings, there is this uh, battle um, called the Battle of Helm's Deep, and it's it's probably like the largest fight scene in in the whole uh, three three movie series, which is saying a lot because there are a lot of big battles in that in that set of movies. And um, there's a guy named Theoden in it, and he's he's like a king, and he's just known as having this very dour kind of serious face before the battle and he gives this big epic speech and then he sees the army uh, this evil army coming at him and he just has this very like serious face <laughs> on um it and it's the face that someone has before they know uh many many of the people he's commanding will die and so very serious face and then right next to that king theoden they put buddy the elf and he's just looking like totally just excited about life and i think it's the exact um freeze frame of the moment where um someone says hey santa's coming to town and he's like oh santa i know him I know. you know that they, they take a screen grab from right there and uh at the bottom of the meme um it says you know there are two types of people uh when when christmas comes around you know and then so on one on on the elf side of things they say oh santa i know him i know him and then on the other side they say so it begins dot 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 so <laughs> <laughs> and so i am the uh king theoden in this story and funny enough because i actually have told marty several times several times he is the pastor version of buddy the elf because he's so enthusiastic and he loves christmas and yeah. so and um, i'm doing it this year without drinking soda oh so it's all natural well we don't want to get too sidetracked but is that a health uh, decision or i had a friend that? who was having a hard time 
with a nasty habit that he was a part of. It was smoking cigarettes. Oh. And I told my friend, you don't pick up a cigarette. And he wanted, he wanted this. You don't pick up a cigarette, I'm not picking up a soda. Okay, now let me, let me ask you this. Is this all carbonated beverages, including your occasional uh, sugar-free monster? Or, or is this just the sugary, the sugary kind? I would consider anything north of polar seltzer. So polar seltzer I could have, in my opinion. I don't consider that seltzer, mm -hmm. soda. Mm -hmm. uh, however, I would consider energy drinks. Um, and by energy drinks, I mean the carbonated ones, I think. Uh, I would consider that to be. Over the line. Okay, yeah. well then, I, I needed to know because um, I am going to be holding you accountable, sir. Thank you, and I, I need that. Although, honestly, I haven't even gone near a soda. It, it hasn't, I haven't wanted one. I haven't desired to grab one, go and buy McDonald's for $1, Ooh. my dealer. Your my dealer. soda dealer, $1.06 for a well, large drum of soda. I will Are you kidding be, me? You know, I'm, I'm going to have to you know, get my, my brass knuckles out of storage, and we'll be, we'll be ready for the time that, that you and your, your dealer uh, <laughs> connect on that. So that's good. Well, that, hey, that's, that's, a, that's a big part of your Christmas season. I know you, I you like, enjoy the soda. Yeah, I enjoy it a lot, and I enjoy not drinking it, too. Well, and we, we associate Coca-Cola in particular with... Um, yes. uh, you know Santa Claus, oh. and then they had then they had the polar bear that that had the red scarf or whatever. Oh for, for many yes, years. they do such a good. Do they job. still do that? I don't know if they still do that. I think uh, a couple years ago they, then, they put it back. And then they had like Christmas cans and everything. Um, so yeah, so I know that is a that is a great sacrifice for you, Marty. Yes, but it's, uh, but it's good. It's worth it, and I'm feeling good. However, I jumped on the scale three days ago, and I'm eating well too, and I gained three pounds. So there but you isn't have that it. part of the Christmas season? <laughs> I, I guess. Mean, I, I, I like, mean, the, the, just the goodness and the, the good times have to be balanced by a little bit of, of, of panic over weight gain, right? That's I mean, true. I guess. I just not. I wish I was eating something to do that. Is the problem? You know what I mean? If I'm going to gain weight. Yeah. I might as well eat something good. You know well, what I mean? you know what the 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 person that I listened to most that helped me lose fifty pounds earlier this year Ooh, wow. had this this rule that I think you would find very very cool. Don't drink your calories. Really. Eat your calories. Do not drink your calories. Interesting. So look on the back of every drink you have. So this includes like orange juice has a lot of calories, right? Right. Get rid of it, you know? Now, like something like almond milk, 30 calories per serving. Right. That's Excellent. fine, mm -hmm. you know? But regular cow's milk, you know, it's like 130. Right. You know? Right, right, so right, right. Very different. Interesting. So don't drink Great your calories. Role. Keep that in mind this holiday season, folks. Eggnog. Oh, my goodness. Eggnog. You be quiet and stop talking. <laughs> eggnog doesn't Holy have bubbles. Eggnog. Pep, listen, wow. I'm going to Chick-fil-A tonight, and I want you to know that I'm going to only have a peppermint chocolate chip shake. Wow, that is <laughs> That's not probably not calorie. true, by the way. <laughs> there you go. Sorry, that was a rabbit trail. It's a fun rabbit trail. Please be good with, in regards to calories and health, and think about that. I don't often think about that. You know... Here's why I did it. And once again, we're, we're getting out, but, but maybe there's a reason. Two weeks ago, I was in a nursing home 
And also, my grandparents, who are very healthy, were in, are in nursing, home, nursing homes together. Um, so I have this in my mind a lot, pretty often. And I began thinking, and I'm sure I've heard this or saw it somewhere, but there are the, the things you're doing now are going to lead to who you're going to be 20 years from now. Right. Well, a lot of those people in those nursing homes are only a few years older than I will be 20 years from now. So, you know, I want to be healthy. I want to be, you know, and so, you know, in a lot of different areas, but also in, in food and health. So. That's smart. That's smart. Yeah. Awesome. Hey, so anyways, we've been talking about the... Uh, the Christmas series, and you know, you and I have been talking a lot about Christmas. Um, and the tree lighting. The tree lighting. There's no room, at church, we're talking about there's no room for outsiders. We've talked about there's no room for youth. There's no room any for anyone. There was no room for Jesus at the inn. And so this is a common story. And we have, we, you know, you and I have done years and years worth of um, series at church, right? Mm-hmm. And we've celebrated in different ways. What is it that you don't like about the, Amer- the way the American church celebrates Christmas? Mm, that's a good question. I think in regards to the church, um, well, I mean, I, I want to give the church a little bit of grace here, right? Because we have to tell the same story every year. Yeah, right? yeah. It, 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 is, it is the same story, and maybe we highlight different parts of it. But, you know, pastors, by and large, have to tell uh, the same story yeah. year after year. With that being said, right, um, it's, it's sort of one of these... Francis Chan had this thing about... Now, th- he said this about Easter, but I, I feel the same way about, about Christmas. Okay. You know, um, like... And he says about Easter, you know, like, a story about you know, a guy literally being raised from the dead, like, and you have people leaving your church because they're saying it's, you know, this is boring. Okay, you made that story boring. (laughs) It is not a boring story, (laughs) you know? And I feel the same way about the Christmas story. So you have, you know, um, Jesus and his parents, you know, the the son of God coming into the world, uh, you know, the, the incarnation, you know, God and man together in the flesh. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then there's this whole story that happened shortly after it of, of um, attempted murder and, yeah. um, and uh, uh, just, just running over, you know, cross-border uh, uh, immigration and in, in people being in a land that they don't speak the language. And mm. uh, there's all sorts of stuff in there, so all sorts of good, good nuggets there. Um, but... Yeah, so so that's that's sort of the content of it, right? And I don't I don't want to focus too much on that. I I do think um, we need to find a way to make that story cool. And um, I don't know. Sometimes the way the way we we tell the little kid version because we we have little kids in church with us. I don't know. So maybe there's something there, mm. right? Um, but with 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 all that being said, I think my my biggest issue is. Um, I'm, I'm going to call it uh, this sort of like emotional 
regulation that, that is sort of expected bias. And, and usually when someone says, you know, regulate your emotions, they mean like, like take it down a notch, you know, calm down. But on Christmas, it's the opposite, right? People are like, oh no, you need, you need to get into the spirit of, of you know, the, uh, the Christmas spirit, right? Interesting. And you have, to, you, have to, you have to lift yourself up, you know? Uh, and and I, think, I think just a lot of people don't have anything to lift themselves up by, you know? Like maybe, maybe there's something in their, in their past, you know, past experiences on Christmases um, or... You know, even even something as simple as maybe they're single and they don't want to be, or maybe they are not single and they want to be. You know, like the, <laughs> that's a thing. That that is a thing. That is a thing. So I think for 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 me, um, for me, I am very much in in the crowd of. Um, you know, I I had a good childhood, so I don't I don't I'm not disparaging my parents here. But there came a certain age where Christmas stopped being magical and it started to be this just really stressful event, you know? Yeah. Like we would still be hosting Christmases and things, but I don't know, like I just, and maybe I just didn't notice because I was a kid, but it just seemed like my parents were really getting really stressed out and they started to put more and more of that stress on, onto us as kids and it just it just wasn't like a good it wasn't a good time you know and this was also the time where you know i started being interested in in dating and, and everything and uh i'm 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 you know getting up there in age and i have never been dating somebody at christmas time is so, that true that is true that is true you have so, never been dating somebody at i have christmas never been dating someone at christmas time and so um, you know, last Christmas, you know, that, that whole song doesn't make any sense to me because uh, I've never been, been with someone on, on Christmas. And so... I don't know that I could be more shocked right now. <laughs> well, I mean, do I seem like a player to you or something? Like, why, First why of all, you're that? from New England, so it's player. Player, okay. Uh, no, I mean, no. I guess, I yeah. Yeah, so, so um, anyways, but it just seems like like every Christmas, you know, uh, around this time, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm 32. And so I don't know, just every, and, and it doesn't even have to necessarily be Christmas, but this also happens on new years where I just realize I'm like, Oh, like I'm, I'm, I'm in my thirties and I'm, I'm not with someone, you know, like, uh Oh, you know, it's sort of like this, this moment of, of like minor panic, but more just like, like, uh, I'm alone again on Christmas, you know, and it's just like like everyone seems to to have someone to be with, you know, and so and and which we, you know is not true, like that everyone has someone to well be not with. everyone, but but it's, it's it seems like a, something a lot of people, at least people that are with people, seem to be enjoying those relationships in general. Brian, around those fifty percent of all marriages end in divorce. So <laughs> right. I want to so, be real with you and say... <laughs> <laughs> right, now, and, and it's, not, it's not totally logical, right? Um, we're, we're talking about feelings here, so they're, they're not entirely reliable. But, okay. right. you know, um, but there, there, there is sort of... Then, then there's this other crowd of people, many of whom are, are, are with people um, or have kids or, um, or just... just Unex, 
inexplicably happier people in general than, than I am, who come in and say, like, oh, get, get in the Christmas spirit. You know, it's like, no, like, I'm not, I think no. he's talking about me. No, it's not you. Like, it's because you understand. Like, you're, yes, you're I have, understanding. I have sympathy you know? towards that. Like, and sometimes you're like, yeah, why, why are you? You know, like, you, you ask questions, but it's, yeah. you're certainly not ever telling me, like, no, you need to, you need to feel this way. You know? Correct, correct. So, um, so clearly I'm not saying, well, because there are unhappy people, the people that are happy have to become not happy because that's, you know, clearly that's not what I'm saying. But, um, but there is sort of like in the church and in American culture, there is this idea that getting in the Christmas spirit involves this journey of, um, of being unhappy or kind of like curmudgeon or, you know, being Scrooge, you know, and then, or, yeah. or the Grinch or whatever, and then you have to come out on the other side of that and sort of be um, happy. So, yeah. And that, that is the American Christmas story. Like every, every American Christmas movie, that, that, it's the same arc, right? Like, Maybe, maybe with the exception of Die Hard, you know, you, 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 you're, you're, you're kicking Hans Gruber off the top of Nakatomi Plaza, and he's probably not very happy about that. But, right. but you know, other than that, I don't know. I can't really think of, of very many Christmas movies that don't have that same arc, which is interesting to me because let, let's, let's talk about the Bible. I'll, I'll, I'll let you go, go into this part a little bit. Which part? The Bible. The Bible story. You want me to tell the Bible story? Yeah, why don't, why don't you just give us just a brief a brief overview? Okay. Can you can you just do like one two minute version? Or, or yeah, yeah, I mean, so you have what you have is you have um, the idea that you know Rome had taken over all of the much of the Roman much of the world, Rome, the Roman Empire had taken over the Alexander um, Alexander the Great and his empire took over Greece, and what you had is a, a, a space and time called Pax Romana, or the Peace of Rome, and, uh, and so there was not much war. It was a, kind of a, a nice time to be alive in the ancient world. Oh, yeah. And then you have a couple named Joseph and Mary who uh, are pregnant, and they are pregnant apparently without having uh, consummated their marriage. Which at first, Joseph doesn't believe. <laughs> right, because he is completely normal. <laughs> right? right, like he... he and he let's is, be honest, no one else is believing that. No, either, we're not. Right? I'm, even if an angel tells me, like, yeah, I probably had one too many beers. Like, something like, right. like, like right. I don't know so that unless you're really Unless God better. himself shows up in a burning bush. Right. You know? like, but that's, that's, yeah, that's almost what happened, you know. So. Right. So, so, anyways, they travel to Bethlehem for a census for Caesar Augustus, and there they cannot find room in the inn. Now, at the same time, God goes to the shepherds, or the angels go to a group of shepherds, and they basically relay to these shepherds uh, through the star and through, the, the, uh, through song that, and through worship that uh, the son of David is born in the city of Bethlehem um, and 
basically tell them the prophecies are being fulfilled. Here it is. And this was in a barn, right? And it was fulfilled in a barn because there was no room in the inn. And uh, that is where Mary had Jesus. And it's a beautiful story. It's a very intense story. If you really think about having a right. baby in a barn, if you think about the many... Um, difficulties that have birth like has in general mm. and on top of that you have these um you have just cows and, and goats <laughs> and things around and shepherds come in and and uh it's just pretty pretty incredible right and then the follow-up to that story is an angel comes to them and says hey you know that that king herod guy who's i i would i would call him sort of like a provincial um uh ruler who Rome allowed to keep his, his kingship, right? Um, and, and he had this just messed up idea that he could prevent um, Jesus from becoming king by killing all of the babies yeah. from uh, whatever, whatever province, you know, Bethlehem was, was or not Bethlehem, but the, all the babies from uh, Nazareth, rather, right? Was yeah. It, um, and uh, this wasn't very many babies, by the way. I didn't know this detail until recently. This was this was like five or six babies. Okay. So, um, which, so Nazareth was a small town. Right. Right. So it was a small town. You know, people think like, oh my goodness, they're, they're killing all the babies from from this entire province. It must be like hundreds of thousands of babies or something. No. I actually don't know if I agree with that. Now, I don't think it's thousands, but. Well, Nazareth at the time had a population of less than 100. So oh, really? all the babies being born. Yeah, Nazareth was a tiny town. So uh, in other words, the army must not have been very big either because how do you not find five or six babies and kill them? Well, presumably they, they found the other babies who, whose parents were Correct. not warned. And so the only way they avoided that horrible was out. situation was to was to get out of there yeah and so um so now when i say five or six babies i'm not saying that's still not messed up right but this is <laughs> not like a wholesale genocidal slaughter or right. something um but anyways so anyway so super messed up sort of ending to the story they have to go to egypt until herod dies which i'm assuming takes some time maybe maybe even years so yeah uh there's this refugee immigrant uh, story where they, you know, they all look and, and speak differently. They don't speak the same language right. as, the, as the locals. And so I'm assuming that was very difficult. Um, a very similar story to his great, 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 grandmother, Ruth. Yes. Who went during a famine to Moab. There you go. Very, very similar story. And, um, very similar story to, to many immigrants who, who come here to, uh, to the United States to yeah. flee uh, persecution. Yeah. So, um, and we don't, we don't hear basically anything about their time in Egypt um, or, or the journey there. Correct. Um, you know, we, I, don't, I don't remember what movie it is, but uh, whatever movie it is, Jesus gets lost or, or runs away from his parents on the way there. What movie was that? I don't know. It's some, some Christmas movie, I think. Uh, yeah, I think. I, I don't remember which one. but Yeah, yeah. Um, anyways, so, so all that to say, the Christmas story is like really like messy and um, like I can't imagine that those years, but especially that night of Jesus' parents' life was very fun. Um, you know, you're out, you're out in this 
barn in a very unsanitary place mm -hmm. giving birth. And um, I don't know, I feel like in the American church, we sort of like, um, now when I say the term whitewash, I don't mean like, like any racial yeah, connotations, yeah. but we whitewash this story in that we, we sort of just like clean it up. And I, I think in an unacceptable way. Um, so this, this kind of reminds me of the John Mark McMillan song, How He Loves. And so what many, many <laughs> Christians have done, there's this line in the song, heaven meets earth like a sloppy wet kiss, is the yep. original line that John Mark McMillan uh, said. And, and he's, he's highlighting just this sort of like intense, like messy love, that so much love is there, and it's just like a sloppy wet kiss, right? Very intense. Um, and so what a lot of Christians have done is change this line to an unforeseen kiss right. because it made a lot of, um, I guess, you know, old school Christians um, uncomfortable hearing this, oh, that language in church is unacceptable, whatever, right? And so they, they've changed the line, which I just hate that. I think we should keep the original one. Similar thing to what's happening here with the Christmas story. It's just we have little kids play the roles and... You know, there's no focus on how hard this birth is. There's no focus on how messed up that Herod wants to kill all these babies afterwards or, you know, the fact that they have to go and live in a different country for presumably several years. Um, and it reminds me of, just real quick, this, this um, I once heard this preacher talk about um, Noah and the ark, and he brought in this book and there's this picture of, uh, Noah and these these little animals on the ark, and they're all smiling on the ark. And I, I was thinking to, and he said, oh, well, I was thinking to myself, like, yeah, like, we should have, like, a, a dead body float by or something. <laughs> because, <laughs> because um, you, know, I th you know, kids need to know that this was a serious event. Uh, like, we, we can't just focus on the, the, the smiling and the... the, the um, the whitewash versions of things. You know? So I, I really like that. I will push back a little bit to say that probably Xander, for instance, my four-year-old, right, right. doesn't need to know the ins and outs, oh, right? right? I'm, not, I'm not saying little kids need to be exposed to like the, the full depth of what's going on. I'm just really, I'm just talking about our, our little Christmas plays and um, we make it into a cute story, and then we expect people's emotions to match just that, and not the the hard full portion. depth of the the adult version of that story. Yeah, right? as a matter of fact, where I would completely agree with you is, I don't think we teach teenagers the hard part of these things, right? And right. these stories. So we're trying to get these ideals, right, of peace and love, right. and joy. However, peace and love and joy don't necessarily come with perfect circumstances. Right. Right? I mean, you, you said it earlier when you talked about your family gatherings, right? What is more dysfunctional than a family gathering trying to be perfect? Right. It's just not there. Like, literally, like we are sitting in a very comfortable, very perfect room. Mm -hmm. Like. Not perfect, but you know what I mean, like a beautiful room. Right. And I don't care. Literally, I don't care what anybody thinks if they don't like this room. Like, 
This is a beautiful room. There's a little bit of bias on both of our parts there, to be fair. I mean, it's a beautiful room. It really is. It, it really is. Um, but, but when a church tries, and this is where I think you're exactly right, when a church tries as an adult, and it's even say as teenagers, to be, to look and act perfect, they are basically doing what dysfunctional families are doing, mm -hmm. giving off the aura that things are perfect, when really things have, have got shot to hell. I mean, they're horrible. Right, and teenagers especially, that, that this is the age where, you know, kids, you know, start, tween, teenagers and tweens start to see this. They, they start to understand how imperfect yes. things actually are. And yeah. they're like, why do we have to be so fake, you know? Yeah. And it's, so it's this very, um, just, there's this disillusionment that, that happens and some adults are unwilling, when, even when their children, who are you know teenagers, bring that up, are unwilling yeah. to deal with it. And this was this was this was um, you know well, hopefully my parents never listened to this, but this was the case in my my home growing up. You know, yeah. where I I would essentially be trying to call my parents out on just like. Why? Why do we have? Why is there a smile plastered on your face right now? You were, you were, having a rough time when you got in the car, and you know you're at this party. I know you're not happy. You don't have to pretend, you know. Mm. And it's, it's very, uh, you know. And so when people are doing that, and then they expect me to do that, it's like, okay, okay. Now you're expecting me to just mask my real emotions and like. That's that's the boundary. Yeah. You know, that's that I will not do, and I'm not gonna. And and on the flip side, I'm also not going to expect everyone to to mope or to eeyore the Christmas experience or whatever. But um, thanks. Well, there you go. Now let me ask you this, because yeah. could it be? And it, I just had this thought when you were talking earlier. Could it be? Not that we celebrate too much, but that we actually celebrate too little sometimes. To give you an example, uh, Carrie and I, after, like right, right in between uh, jobs, uh, when I was in between working at a different church and when I came to here, we went to Spain. And they literally find a, a reason to party every stinking day like and I went during a time of like a month-long festival but then I went but that month-long festival was at um, was at a different place it was at a place called Valencia so then a couple months later we went back chaperoning for another uh, for high school students that Carrie worked with and when we did that we went to three different cities and almost every day we went to a city, we saw some type of celebration through the city. Mm. It's like these people were just celebrated all of the time. Mm. And I don't, I mean, it wasn't, they weren't, weren't all super happy celebrations, but I will tell you what, they were all together in the midst of them. Some of them were quiet, quieter than others. Some of them had fireworks. They were just always celebrating. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it's just a place I should go. No, I, 
I, I think that's true. I tend to view it more as like, we, we have to give celebration its context, right? And so something that, that we've talked about on the podcast before and I preached about last year is lament, yeah. right? Like you, you really can't have proper celebration unless you also have lament at times, yes. right? Yeah. And so um, that, that's definitely um, one of the truths I think that is contained you know, in the scriptures for sure. Um, Can I say something real quick? Yeah. I was on Facebook a little yesterday, hmm. but not one time, not once, did I hear that it was Pearl Harbor Day. I knew it was Pearl Harbor Day. Did you hear anything about Pearl Harbor Day yesterday? I did not, but I'm not on social media. So. But still, it's, you, like, you still didn't, and you were not, right? It was nowhere to be found. To your point, as Americans, we, some, like, we didn't talk about this day where we lament that a group of people were killed, were ambushed. Right, right. A day that will live in infamy, right? Yeah. So, I mean... I, we know, and we keep coming back to this topic because Americans are just so bad at it. Like yeah, we, yeah. we, we, and you know, if, if you have kids, maybe you want to mute for the next five seconds, but Americans suck at this. Like just, <laughs> we are horrible at, you know, recognizing hardship and even what to do about it. And um, the only th time in our culture that we promote lament is when someone dies. That's yeah. the only, yeah. think, think about it. There are no other circumstances that we celebrate lament. Maybe after a breakup you can, it's socially acceptable to watch chick flicks and eat out of the tub of ice cream. But like that's, that's it, right? And I know we, we don't have a lot of time. We're, we're actually right. we're close, but we also have churches who talk regularly about it's not okay to be okay, who then give a huge impression, or no, it's okay to be okay. It's okay to say, not right? be okay. It's yeah. okay to not be okay. Who then give the impression from stage that you better be okay because everything's perfect up here. Right, like every message resolves in yeah, some yeah, yeah. happiness. Every worship song played is about victory. Yeah, there, yeah. there are no songs of lament played in American churches, it's true. You know, interesting. So, something to think about, my friends. So, for, for Christmas, let, let me just yes. say, say this. Give us a of, good lament for just, Christmas. Just a wrap up. I, I think people need to feel what they're going to feel when they hear and experience the real Christmas story. And whether it's the Christmas story in the scriptures or you have your own Christmas story from the past, right? That is going to reflect the way that you feel during the holidays. And yeah. so, um, and, you know, in Marty and I, you have uh, some examples of I, what I think are two healthy, relatively at least healthy ways yeah. to, to just act and feel on Christmas, you know? Like, it's okay to be super excited about Christmas and to jump up and down and drink eggnog as much as you want and, yes. and all of that stuff, right? But it's also okay if... You just want to have a low-key, you know, night at home, and you're just not feeling it. Like, that's okay. That's, that's fine. The Christmas spirit, that, that whole thing. By the way, nowhere in the scriptures does it say Christmas spirit anywhere. So <laughs> let's, not, let's not conflate yeah. that with Christian values. But um, so that's, that's what I have to say. I mean, most of how we celebrate Christmas 
comes from Victorian England in Charles Dickens. Mm -hmm. And that is a truth. Hey, I dig it. Along with my Christmas village. Very nice. Very nice. Um, hey, some quick announcements. Um, we didn't get these last week because of our, we didn't have our podcast last week. But so I said some birthdays. Uh, Pastor Pacific Zagabe, his birthday was last week. Christine Quirk, happy birthday to you. Al Van Wert, happy birthday to you. And Mr. Dave Ellis turned 80 years old uh, a few Sundays ago. We're thankful for him. Dave, you're awesome. Uh, this week, Dan DeMice, mm. uh, he, he's, uh, who is a part of Chaffin Church, he turns another year older as well. Some announcements. Food and Coat Drive happening on December... Oh, already happened. The Food and Coat Drive already happened. So, never mind about that. December 19th, the Jingle Jam. Get your friends here, get your kids here, cause so we can do a little nativity story. It'll be cute and wonderful. Have, play some games. It's a, what we call a shared worship experience. You'll dig it. And then December 24th is our Christmas Eve candlelight service. We're not going to have church. Uh, we're not going to have church on December 26th. Should we have our podcast then? Sure. We're gonna we can pre-record something. We're yeah. still going to have our podcast. Uh, all right. Why don't, we, why don't you finish this up? Oh, with the giving. Uh, yeah. Yes. So... Uh, we can't do what we do without the generosity of people that regularly give to Chaffin Church. And one of those things includes uh, this podcast. There's some, there's equipment here. There's, there's other things we need. And so uh, if you have learned something from this podcast or if you have uh, enjoyed just the sparkling personalities that Marty and I have, uh, please, uh, would, you, would you be willing to uh, give something to uh, Chaffin Church. Those gifts are fully tax deductible, which is kind of cool. And a tax season is rapidly approaching. So um, please get those uh, gifts in. And um, you can do that in, Do we? I think we have like four different ways that, that you can give. Uh, so the first is you can show up here and you can place uh, some money in our um, we have a, a donation box now, which is very exciting for us. We yeah. have upgraded from a basket to a box, which uh, if, if you're not a big churchgoer, you probably don't know that's a big deal. It's a um, big deal. It is a big deal. Um, you can also mail your checks if you're, if you're super old school, which we still love. You can mail your checks to 155 Shrewsbury Street in Holden. Uh, you can go to chaffin.church uh, slash giving, and you can uh, give online there. Or my personal favorite way is to give through texting. So if you send, if you just text any dollar amount, like if you wanted to give $20, you would just type two zero in the text box and send that text to 84321. Uh, you can also give that way from, from any smartphone. So uh, yeah, that's how you can give. Thank you for those of you who do give. Yeah, thank you. And thanks for being here and checking out today's podcast remember to go share subscribe review rate tell us you love us and Thanks. have a wonderful wonderful holiday season either lamenting or what's the opposite of lament celebrate or do no, both because you yeah that's it's health that's the healthy thing yeah do, do both. both please do both lament people who have have, are going through something or lament circumstances and, and, and lament or lament with them with people and, and, and celebrate yes 
There's joy in the air. Today is, by the way, the third week of Advent, um, and joy is the focus. Mari, can I ask you a question as we close? Yeah. Are you going to drink eggnog tonight? So, probably not, and only because... That is shocking to me. So, I have a little bit left. I have a stash. And the reason I'm not is because I'm going out with the youth group, 15-5 youth group, we're going to see Christmas tree lights. And so I'll probably be home late. Okay. So you're getting your fix, okay? I'm so, getting I mean, <laughs> So that is not as shocking. Okay. This has been good news. <laughs> now go and give some out. <laughs>